I wish it need not have happened in my time. So do I, and so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. J.R.R. Tolkien You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Today we are talking about a fairly unique and fairly recent type of structure. Is it recent though? Because I grew up with this structure. You're not that old, hun. I uh, I feel so old. <laughs> we are talking about the interactive structure. Choose your own adventure. There have always been games throughout history, but only recently have we had role-playing games. And with that came the Choose Your Own Adventure books and a lot of video games, these types of things where you are experiencing the story as an audience, but you as an audience are also influencing the story in some regard. If you haven't heard of the Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebump books, these stories are ones where you get to a certain point and it gives you a choice. You can either do this or do that. And it'll tell you if you choose this, go to this page and you'll go to that page and the story continues. This type of story structure is also deeply intertwined with second person point of view. So the reader is the main character. They're the ones that are making the decisions about how the story progresses. They're not a passive player. They're not just observing the story. They're living the story. And this is really common in like Dungeons and Dragons. You have the dungeon master who is telling the story out loud. The difficulty in writing a story with this structure is you don't get to know what your audience will choose. As a dungeon master, I can go, okay, you do this and here's how the world responds. If I'm writing this as a story, it becomes, okay, I have to think of all of those possible choices that they might make and then write what happens next. So you have this branching out. All of that work that I put into writing this response to that choice the audience does not experience. So this is where it gets really complicated because you have multiple ways the story can end. So everybody starts in the same place, but their choices let them go to different places. Some of those places will end in death. Some of them will end in living happily ever after, but it gives the readers agency in how the story plays out. And you have to have all of this plotted out. Yeah, as compared to most typical plot structures have one line per point of view character, your point of view character has a tree root going every which direction, splitting every which direction. So we already used the example of Goosebumps, which is a middle grade adventure book. This is also a fairly common one recently in romance novels. And apps. If you download, I think it's episodes or chapters, those kind of apps, where you choose to go to the ball or sulk in your room. And then 
it's programmed that way. Because one of the grievances I had with the Choose Your Own Adventure books growing up was I would accidentally get spoilers of what these other things might have happened. And I'd want to read the whole story, but I didn't want to notice that this chapter right above or this paragraph right above had this spoiler in it. It's like, no, wait, come back. I can't unlearn these things. So apps help avoid that because you don't have to physically flip through a book. The program just goes, okay, jump to here. Oh, ebooks would be really good for this to avoid spoilers because, you know, links and stuff. Hey. <laughs> Another genre that it works really well in is comedy and romantic comedy. The reason why it lends itself really well to romance and rom-coms is because people who read those like to pretend they're the main characters. This is not something you're going to see on the Hollywood silver screen just because there's no way you and I can both sit in the theater and agree on all of the choices that the character should make. I believe they attempted this with the movie Salt, where they had a different ending in the DVD I had at home than my parents saw in theaters. It didn't work. It was kind of interesting, but especially in the age of the internet, that's very hard to pull off. Another example, more modern, is Romeo and or Juliet. And if you look at the cover, it looks like an amazing comedy. <laughs> so this is a really fun structure to go through, but there are a couple of red flags you should avoid in this particular type of structure. If you are one of those people who has the murder board in their closet with all of these pins and red twine and pictures and this and that, if that's your personality style, this is going to be a good structure for you because you'll be able to follow several different ideas at once. So if you're a pantser and you want to do a choose your own adventure style thing, get into tabletop RPGs, pick one of those because that is a much easier way to pants your way through a choose your own adventure book. And the other thing with this is you are not having the reader make every single decision. They aren't deciding what color of shirt to wear. They aren't deciding what to eat for breakfast. Unless these actually have some kind of relevance to how the story changes. If the color of shirt they're wearing happens to be the robots that are coming to invade target people wearing red shirts and they pick a yellow shirt that day, then they're fine. But you have to anticipate the needs and the desires of your audience in a way that allows them to choose the interesting information, but avoid having to make every single decision because they aren't writing the story. You are. When you are writing a choose your adventure, choose your path book, one of the first things you need to do is come up with the endings. Pick a few different endings, four or five, depending on how long you want the book to be, and then start writing towards those. What decisions could be made that would lead them to these endings? And then those decisions need to be absolute forks in the road, but not in middle of the action. 
So going back to the choosing a shirt color option, another choice that you can have later on is to go make sure your mom's okay versus going and making sure that your best friend is okay during this invasion. It turns out best friend is wearing a red shirt. So even though you chose yellow, you're on red shirt path and you can end up in one of these four options that the author has chosen. You as the author hopefully can weave these stories, not only separate the choices, but weave them back together in a way that makes the ending make sense. This is a very difficult novel or story style to complete because of all of those options. It sounds super cool and fun, but if this is your first novel, I would suggest going with a more traditional story structure. You definitely need to have an outline. Have a sticky note series where you have those lines drawn of this decision will lead to this kind of action. And that action will end with this kind of decision that will lead to this kind of action. Because that's where it is. When I mentioned you aren't making those decisions in middle of the action, that slows the story down. And it takes them out of the moment. Absolutely takes them out of the moment. So you do this by keeping an outline, making sure that your plot that you're structuring is decision leads to action, ends in decision leads to action. That doesn't mean you want to only have a couple of choices in there. I would say maybe for my writing style, at least every 5,000 words, make sure I have some kind of choice that's being made. It's a delicate balance but it's incredibly important to make sure that's in there so that the readers stay engaged. This is one of those I really encourage you to try out. It would be a lot of fun. Choose Your Adventures are a lot of fun to read and play because you get to make those decisions. So if you want to try out writing one of these, absolutely do it. Challenge yourself. If you are a pantser and you want to challenge yourself to plot, this might be a really good place to do it because it forces you to really focus on the plot itself. If you are a character-driven author where the plot reacts to how the characters do certain things, this is going to be quite a challenge for you because your main character is going to be different every single time. As I'm reading it, I'm more inclined to do hand-to-hand combat versus you reading it, you're more inclined to hold a gun and stand in the back. Ranged. So having your choices of your main character reflect that character's backstory and their hair color and all of these details about your character that you like writing, this is going to be very difficult for you. But again, if you're up for a challenge, this is a good challenge for anyone to take on because like Lee said earlier, it's difficult for even seasoned authors. So get out there, flex those writing muscles, try something new, and of course, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 